You are listening to the Progress Your Health Podcast, Episode 21. Welcome to the Progress Your Health Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Robert Mackey and Dr. Valerie Davidson, a husband and wife team who specialize in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and functional medicine. They're here to help you lose weight, balance hormones, and age gracefully. It's their mission to motivate, educate, and empower you to take your health to the next level. And now your hosts, hormone experts, Dr. Mackey and Dr. Davidson. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Progress Health Podcast. I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. So kind of uh, wrapping up our series on thyroid, today we're going to talk about, we kind of decided to add this one in because we felt like it was a, a really good idea to do one about thyroid medication. It used to be really simple, but now thyroid medication is becoming really complicated. And there's lots of different opinions out there about you know what's right and what's the best. And to be honest, I think we said on the first one, I think it depends on the patient. It doesn't always depend on um, that one is necessarily better than the other. It really depends on how the patient responds. So we're gonna, we're gonna go through the different types of medication and then actually some of the names of medications. We're gonna you know, start off with the most common, the conventional type or the commercial type, which is, you know, as a class is T4 monotherapy. So Dr. Davidson, why don't you uh, kind of run through the list of those? So most conventional doctors, your typical endocrinologist, your internist, your primary care, traditionally will do a T4 monotherapy. Now, now this podcast for thyroid medications is for hypothyroid, for somebody with hypothyroid, treating that with medication as opposed to hyperthyroid. And there's a whole bunch of other things on that, but this one's just for hypothyroid. So the most conventional doctors will do T4 monotherapy, where basically like we had talked about in a previous podcast that our thyroid makes T4 and then T4 will convert to T3, which is the active form of thyroid. So the concept behind T4 monotherapy is that there are hoping by giving you T4 that it's going to convert over to T3, the active form of thyroid. And probably the most common is Synthroid. Most people know what Synthroid is. That's a name brand of basically levothyroxine. So a synthetic form of levothyroxine. Other spinoffs from levothyroxine is Levoxyl. They don't really use that as much anymore because a few years ago, I think it was tainted or something happened and they actually had to pull it off the market for a little bit. And when it came back, it just never was as hot as it was. So usually levothyroxine, tyrosent is another one that's kind of been around for a long time. It's basically levothyroxine. They call it tyrosent or tyrosent, potato, potato, but it's basically a levothyroxine, a T4 monotherapy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So those are the nine times out of 10. That's where if you get diagnosed conventionally, that's what you're going to be put on. So they're all basically the same medication. They're just made by different companies. Uh, a couple of them are branded and, and then the, the levothyroxine is the generic version of the branded ones. And we don't really necessarily agree or ever really prescribe them by themselves because we don't agree with the T4 monotherapy approach. Uh, you know, conceptually, it makes sense. You give T4 which is an inactive hormone. That's the key to remember. It is an inactive hormone. It manipulates your TSH number and it's relatively a very cheap medication, but it doesn't necessarily always have, you know, your body still has to convert the T4 to the T3. And we've found in our experience 
looking at hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of lab tests, that it's the conversion of T4 to T3 that usually makes the most impact. That's usually where a lot of the problems are. So that's what we try to optimize over time. And that's why by giving someone T3, they're actually going to feel better in the short term and over the long term. Because like we had mentioned in a, another podcast prior to this, that Sometimes when you just give a straight up T4 monotherapy, it'll convert into reverse T3. So reverse T3 is a inert molecule and then it blocks the T3 receptors. So what T3 you do have available really isn't able to get into its receptor site anyway. So, you know, I understand endocrinologists and internists, you know, they want to fix something that might technically be broken. What we're trying to do is do something different and actually optimize function. We don't want to just like, okay, we're replacing thyroid with this medication therapy. We want to not only replace the thyroid that you might be lacking, but we want to try to restore some of that function if possible, but at the same time, you know, get you feeling better because we have so many people that come to us on that T4 monotherapy, they're on Synthroid, and they say, I still feel like I have hypothyroid, and that's because T4 therapy... I find, you know, there's so many other ways to treat someone's thyroid without just giving them simple old Synthroid. Yeah, right. Yeah. And the goal with the T4 monotherapy, really the only goal that really they're concerned about is just lowering the TSH. That's it. Not worrying about if the other numbers are optimized or not. And that's what we try to solve the problem that we try to fix, because that's usually what's, you know, we want the numbers to be better, but we also want the person to be better. That is really the most important part. The numbers are arbitrary. The numbers are important, but they're not as important if the patient doesn't feel better. So we don't necessarily like the T4 monotherapy therapy by itself. Now we'll come back to that because there's a little bit of a part to that, that we, you know, especially the levothyroxine that people don't necessarily understand. We'll come back to that in a second. The next one that is sometimes prescribed as a way to satisfy what we just talked about is doctors will, you know, will give someone Synthroid, Levoxyl, Levothyroxine, and then also give them Cytomel. Cytomel is commercial T3 or leothyronine. And that's fine. That's a good idea in theory. But in our experience as well, we found that most people, they really just don't tolerate Cytomel very well at all. Well, you have to be careful in prescribing it. And I think that's why a lot of doctors hesitate from prescribing it because it's it's so volatile. I don't prescribe Cytomel. I don't find any effectiveness necessarily with it because you can't go very high with Cytomel because it's an instant release T3. So most doctors don't go any higher than five micrograms. Sometimes you'll see 10, but not that often, or they'll split it up through the day. Because if you go too high on Cytomel being an instant release, that can put your heart into an AFib. It can cause heart rate to go up. You can, you know, get an irregular heart rate. It can cause anxiety. It can cause sweating. So a lot of times you have to be very careful with it. And honestly, Cytomel does not have a very long lifespan. So if you were to, and, and I've done this before, somebody takes their Cytomel in the morning and then you test their T3 levels, you know, six hours later, they're gone. They're not there. It's almost like it, you know, it, it ran itself out. So what's the point in that? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of a, a narrow, it doesn't have a good dose range. You can't use very much of it, at least the amounts that you would probably want to be able to use because it's, people just can't tolerate it. And then, like you said, is there one minute and gone the next? So again, one that we don't, T4 monotherapy and Cytomel together in theory is a good idea, but practically there's a better way to accomplish that. The next one, which is also uh, another commercial medication, one that we really 
we've seen it, we've heard of it, we've never prescribed, it's called Thyrolar, which is actually, again, step in the right direction, combo of T4 and T3, but not really very popular. And I think probably a lot of doctors are a little bit hesitant for probably for the same reason, that they're hesitant with the Cytomel. So moving on, and now this is a very popular category of thyroid medication, which is the desiccated thyroid class. The desiccated thyroid is porcine thyroid, or fancy word for pig. So it's basically a little piggy's thyroid that you take that has the T4 and the T3 in it. Now there's a few different commercially available ones, some commercial, and they're all just basically made from different companies, like Armor Thyroid, who's that made by Forest Labs? Uh, I think it's Franklin Franklin Pharmaceuticals or something. Mm-hmm. I think they're out of England, I think. They're like a just huge, huge company. I think it's Franklin Pharmaceuticals, but I, I don't, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. Yeah, so they've been around for a long time. There's um, Nature Thyroid and West Thyroid and WP Thyroid. They're all made by the same company, RLC Labs. Yeah, and that, you know, technically Nature Thyroid and West Thyroid are exactly the same medication. WP Thyroid is kind of the newer version. I think they put some coconut oil in there or some MCT, medium chain triglycerides and some other things. Yeah, so you uh, could chew it up if you had to because some people have trouble swallowing, so yeah, they yeah, could chew yeah. it yeah. up. So for the WP Thyroid is like the newer version of the other two, but literally Nature Thyroid and West Thyroid. West Thyroid was the original one, then they changed the name to Nature Thyroid. And I don't really understand, but I guess when you get FD approval, you just keep it no matter what. So they're both branded, trademarked, whatever that, all that stuff means. So they just maintain both brands. But literally those are, if as of late, as of this podcast, um, there's been a huge shortage of Nature Thyroid and they've been out of all of it. They've been out of Nature Thyroid. They've been out of West Thyroid, WP Thyroid, because I guess they're having some supply issues. We just got an email, I think, what, probably about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. maybe a month ago, about three weeks ago, and saying that they got their supply chain kind of figured out and they're getting back up in production and they should be kind of back to full capacity probably by the end of the year. But yeah, this has been going on for months. Pharmacies that we use, everyone's been out of it. No one can find it. So everyone has been having to switch to armor and guess what? As the supply of Nature Thyroid, West Thyroid, and WP Thyroid has happened, the price of armor has skyrocketed. We just talked to the pharmacist the other day and it's both, all the desiccated thyroid medications have been relatively very inexpensive, which is great. You know, it makes it very affordable. It's a good option for people. But as of recently, just in the last couple of months, the price of armor has really gone up. So don't be surprised if you're on armor, you go back to the pharmacist, your copay might increase or how much you're paying or something because the pharmacist was even surprised at, at uh, even what a one, two, three month supply of, you know, of armor has gone up to. So our preference is of the bottom three, the Nature Thyroid, West Thyroid, or WP Thyroid. Those are the ones that we prefer as opposed to armor. Well, you know, we know the company, they have a great mission. They've actually grown, I think it's 300% this last year, which is why the supply has run out because they've just, you know, their company has grown, which is beautiful, you know, good for them. So they had to buy it. I guess they're building a new facility or something. So we have recently gotten, I know that one grains are out, but everybody's scrambling to try to find their nature thread. In fact, I was getting random emails from strangers on my email asking me if I had nature thread. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like the, the secret on the streets, but it will be out. So definitely they're working hard to, to get that out for us. And, and we do like the desiccated thyroid, the porcine, the piggy thyroid. It's a much better option. If you have the option between synthroid and nature thread, I would jump all over nature thread in a heartbeat because 
that does have the T3 component to it. Yeah, it's really interesting in California where I was practicing and I was like one of the only doctors at certain pharmacies that would actually prescribe Natrothroid. And I had a couple of pharmacists even ask me if that was a supplement, which I thought was really odd that the pharmacist didn't even know that that wasn't actually a medication because they're all familiar with the word armor, you know, or the medication armor that's been around for, that used to be the only thyroid medication. I think it's been around for 70, 80 years. That's all there ever was, was armor. And then once Synthroid came out, which I don't even know exactly, we could probably look it up. I think Synthroid's been out since probably the 80s. They have completely pushed armor aside and now Synthroid has kind of taken over when it really armor should never have left, should never have left in popularity, right? Because it's a much better option. And now, like you're saying, RLC Labs, the maker of Natrothroid, Westroid, WP Thyroid, their company's growing like gangbusters because what, you know, we kind of learned from the history, right? What used to be popular, there's a reason why it was popular, there was a reason why it worked well. And now it's making a comeback because we understand why. And, you know, the T4 monotherapy, it's just not... We can do better than that. You know, yeah, with the desiccated thyroid, what's interesting is it does have that T3 component to it, which is awesome. But it, unfortunately for certain individuals, it may not be appropriate because it always goes in what's called a four to one ratio, where you have four micrograms of T4 to one microgram of T3. You can't change that. So let's say somebody's on 65 milligrams of Natrothroid or otherwise known as one grain. That's going to have 38 micrograms of T4 with nine micrograms of T3. So some people that T3 might be a little too much for them. That, you know, it might cause them some heart palpitations when they take it. Usually that has to do with some adrenal stuff, which we could really go down the rabbit's hole on that. But, you know, the T3 aggravates them. But you can't manipulate it when you're doing nature thyroid or any kind of porcine thyroid because it's always at 4 to 1. Or I have a lot of patients that actually need more T3. Their T4 just doesn't convert to T3. Whether it's enzymes, cofactors, whatever, they need more T3. But you can't do it when you're in that 4 to 1 ratio. So it does tie your hands a little bit. But, you know, like I said, if you had a choice between Synthroid or Porcine Thyroid, I would take the Porcine Thyroid without hesitation. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I use Natrothroid a lot as, uh, you know, I kind of test people's thyroids using Natrothroid. I give them very small doses and kind of do what they call a titration, just kind of gradually work that dose up. If someone does not need thyroid medication, right, in that early stage, the first seven to 10 days, they're not going to be able to tolerate that medication. It's going to make them feel like they've had a really strong cup of coffee. They're going to feel jittery. They're going to feel anxious. They're going to feel, you know, not really so good. That tells you that their thyroid function, regardless of their numbers in either case, that tells you that their thyroid function is actually fine, regardless of their numbers. If you give them that smaller dose and they don't feel anything, that usually just means that the dose needs to go up until the point where there's actually some change. So the patient in cases like that, the patient always you know, will always tell you the truth as far as what their thyroid is actually doing. And like you said, you brought up a point about the adrenals. Sometimes the inability for them to tolerate the thyroid medication sometimes is an adrenal issue that affects their medication tolerance, which we'll get into that later. And Armour Thyroid, Nature Thyroid, West Thyroid, WP, they're all very clean. In fact, that WP thyroid is supposed to be the cleanest and for absorbency. But, you know, they all are made with fillers, binders, and excipients, and some people are very sensitive to that. So there is an alternative where you can do a compounded porcine desiccated thyroid, which has less fillers. So people that are sensitive to armor can use that instead. And what we've found since Natrothroid, you know, wasn't available is 
for is we've actually been doing switching people from their nature thyroid to a compound desiccated because the armor price went up so high that that was almost unaffordable for a lot of patients that we actually switched them to a compounded desiccated porcine thyroid capsule because the nature thyroid wasn't available and the price on that was better than the armor. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's another, so that gives almost like a fourth desiccated thyroid option. Now, as, as you said there, it's made from pig thyroid glands. So if you're vegan, vegetarian, it might not be the right option for you, but it is still a very viable one that we use quite often. Now we'll kind of transition into what I know is your favorite that you use more often than not is the, what we call just compounded thyroid. So why don't you tell us a little bit about compounded thyroid and the differences? So, you know, like the compounded desiccated, you know, they come from a compounding pharmacy, but a cool thing about a compounding pharmacy is they can make anything we want in any microgram, any dose, any filler, veggie cap, gelatin cap, what you, that's the cool thing is you have all this array to pick exactly what you want for the individual patient that you want. So I actually like the compounded T4 levothyroxine combined with the T3 leothyronine. I like it. It does come in an instant release and a sustained release. I find that when you do it in the sustained release, people can tolerate the T3 a little bit better, especially because we're working on their adrenals usually at the same time. So we can treat the thyroid and the adrenals at the same time. But when you use that T4, T3 compounded is you can do any microgram you want. You can do any ratio you want. You can do it based on their labs. And maybe I would say for myself, that's actually the type of thyroid that I'm on is I'm on a sustained release T4, T3 capsule. And like Dr. Mackey had mentioned, you know, if somebody were vegan or vegetarian, or they didn't want to have animal product for whatever reason is you can, you know, it's completely vegan. You just put it in a veggie cap instead of a gelatin cap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is a uh... You know, there's a lot of discussion out there on the internet about natural thyroid, right? I think a lot of people would probably put the nature thyroid in that category. They call it natural. And that sometimes is seen as being the best. But you and I would agree that really the best form of thyroid medication that gives you the most options, that is the cleanest, that is the best tolerated, certainly would be the compounded thyroid. Absolutely. Be, uh, partially from a practitioner perspective, if anything else, not, not mentioned that it's cleaner, there, there's less filler and excipients and all that stuff, but the independent dosing control of the T4 and the T3, like you said, you can raise and lower the T4 independent of the T3, where the commercial medications, you either raise the dose or lower the dose. That's with uh, Synthroid, that's the only option you have. You have some already predetermined doses, 75, 88, 100, 112, 125. And we see this all the time, right? If one's too high, one's too low, the one in the middle isn't enough. Now you're kind of out of luck. But when it comes to the compounded thyroid, there is a lot of fine tuning and very acute control that you have over those numbers, which is a great luxury to have. Let's say someone has Hashimoto's, right? And their numbers are kind of all over the place and they're, you know, whatever. You might want to just raise, like you said, just raise their T3 by itself and leave the T4 alone or vice versa. A compounded medication like that from a really good compounding pharmacy gives you that kind of control. Yeah, especially with Hashimoto's because you're really working on that immune system. And every Hashimoto's patient, you know, they're all individuals and they're all different from each other. A lot of the Hashimoto's patients do awesome on the nature thyroid, but then there's a subset that doesn't do good on the desiccated thyroid because it's a porcine molecule. It's not bioidentical. It looks, you know, it's a molecule that came from a pig. So sometimes it tends to stimulate the immune system in the Hashimoto's patients where then if you do the compounded, so it, you know, that levothyroxine looks like a true T4 that we, you know, like our own bodies would make, same as the leothyronine, they do a little bit better on that. 
everybody's different. So it's nice when you have more options, when you're just stuck with one option, Synthroid, it really ties your hands. Sure, it might help some people, but it's not going to help all the people. So it's nice to have, you know, the different options. And it's nice for patients to be aware of that because I have patients coming in to see me and they say, you know what, I want to go on Armour Thyroid or I want to go on Porcine Thyroid. I'm saying, oh, okay, well, let's look at your numbers. Let's look at your, you know, what your goals are. What are your symptoms? What's your history, your family history? And we realize that, you know what, you have some other options that they weren't even aware of. Yeah, right. Yeah. And when you go to your endocrinologist or the internist, I mean, that they should know about all these options, but they don't use any of them. They only use the T4 monotherapy and maybe Cytomel, and that's about it, where this opens up lots of possibilities from a lot of different you know perspectives based on their situation, based on their pocketbook. Synthroid's a cheap medication. Naturethroid used to be cheap. I think it's still, their price is still pretty good. Armor used to be, I don't know exactly what it is now, but you know, I mentioned that the price increase with the compounded, Certainly, it gives you a lots of flexibility, but it is going to be more expensive than the other options. You know, so that's something to weigh in there. If you're looking for the best type of thyroid medication, that's always, at least in our opinion, that's always the best bet. And you may not be able to go to your primary care physician and say, I'd like to switch from Synthroid to Armor, or I'd like to switch from Synthroid to a porcine thyroid or nature thyroid, because there is a little bit of a a way of transitioning someone from, you know, 112 micrograms of Synthroid then the, you know, a lot of times a doctor that hasn't worked with porcine thyroid that has that four to one ratio of T4 to T3, they don't know how to transition you from your Synthroid to Naturethroid. And they get worried because they know that there's T3 in that porcine thyroid that they're afraid it's going to bother your heart or your cardiovascular system. So I have had a, a number of patients that come in and they say, yeah, I went on the armor and then my, you know, or on the Naturethroid and my levels went off and I got really hypothyroid. And it's because a lot of times doctors will end up underdosing people on the porcine thyroid and people say, well, I felt terrible. I'll go back on my Synthroid, but it's because they didn't bridge it over. You know, it really, you know, there are a lot of snafus you can run into if you're working with a practitioner, they might not be as familiar with the porcine thyroid as they are with Synthroid. Yeah. When you look at the, and you can Google like a thyroid conversion chart and you look at a Synthroid dose, and then you compare that to a desiccated, you know, let's say a Naturethroid and then a compounded, those conversion charts are way off. Don't go by those conversion charts because exactly what you, Dr. Davison just said is exactly what happens. They go from a Synthroid dose of a hundred and something micrograms, and that's equivalent to one grain of this and one grain of that. Usually you almost have to double what they say in those conversion charts. Now, granted, that's for the doctor to decide. That's kind of where the art and science come into play. And if you're picking a really good good compounding pharmacy. Now, just to reiterate, all the things that we mentioned, Levoxyl, Levothyroxine, Synthroid, even the desiccated thyroids, the Armour, the Naturethroid, the Westroid, those all come from big box pharmacies. Okay, those all come from your Walgreens, your CVS, your Rite Aid, your Costco. The ones that we're talking about, the ones that we prefer, the compounded thyroid, that comes from a compounding pharmacy. That does not come from the big box pharmacies. So you can't get compounded thyroid from CVS, right? They don't do that. That's not their business. That's why we try not to, uh, no, no offense, but we try not to use big box pharmacies at all costs because that's just not our business. We like the individualization. We like the customization for the patient. Unfortunately, sometimes there's a price attached to that. It's going to be more expensive, but it's in the best interest of the patient, not what the insurance will pay for or what the cheapest, the cheapest prescription is. So like I said, it gives you a lot of more control and usually it translates into better results for the patient, which is really the point. Yeah. So if you know a compounding pharmacy or you're not sure what kind of doctor to go to, 
true compounding pharmacists are very smart as you can, they usually have some resources for you for other doctors, perhaps in your area, there's some websites to go on to. So if that's something that you're interested in, we can definitely provide some resources for you. But I know we were talking about thyroid medications for hypothyroid and we kind of got lots of little tangents there, but I hope that this informed you or maybe gave you a little bit of a broader look on what types of medications and what types of thyroid medications that you can take where there really isn't just one Synthroid. There's a whole bunch of other options. Yeah, right. And I think that's a part that people are not aware of whatsoever and they're not necessarily aware of what would be considered the best. In this case, I hate to say it. I mean, I don't hate to say it, but in this case, the ironic part is that the synthetic is actually the best. The compounded is technically synthetic. The levothyroxine, the levothyronine, the compounded T3, T4 is technically synthetic. But in, in this case, especially when we're talking about Hashimoto's and people's sensitivities and things like that, that synthetic is actually a very positive thing. And that's sometimes a little bit uh, confusing. We always assume that natural is better, but in this case, synthetic, I'm doing air quotes right now, synthetic. Synthetic is actually better because of all the things that we just talked about. So, and it is synthesized from plants, so it's not like it's you know chemicals you're getting out of some waste dump or something. It's synthesized from plants, and so it's technically like Dr. Mackey said, synthetic. Because if it were natural, then I guess you'd be taking thyroids from cadavers. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of a <laughs> kind of uh, morbid. Yeah, so kind of a weird thought. To, it. Yeah, weird thought to think about. So. It is very controversial, right? We kind of run into these issues all the time. There's a lot of resistance from the conventional community about compounded thyroid. They don't understand it. They don't know how to do the conversion. They automatically want to put, we've had people that have had to go to the emergency room for whatever reason, and they automatically want to switch them back to Synthroid because they don't understand what their compounded medication is. They don't know what those micrograms mean. It kind of freaks them out and they want to go back to what they know. So. If you have any questions about thyroid medication, certainly visit the website, ProgressionHealth.com. Send us an email, help at ProgressionHealth.com. Hopefully we've been able to kind of enlighten you, give you some ideas, maybe go back to your doctor and request something. It's just going to keep going this direction. It's not opinion. This, I think, is you know kind of a clinical fact that there's better options than just Synthroid, Levoxyl, Levothyroxine, which is the you know, the way it's been for a long time. And we're here to tell you that there's, there's more options than just that. Or if you have any of your own personal stories, I'm sure a lot of you listening are on some kind of thyroid medication, or you have family members that are on some kind of thyroid medication. If you have something that you can enlighten us or something that happened to you, I know others would probably love to hear that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Certainly like a kind of before and after I was on this and I started, I switched to this and all everything changed for me. Those, you know, we hear those and we see those kind of stories a lot. So for another episode of the Progression Health Podcast, I'm Dr. Mackey. And I'm Dr. Davidson. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Progression Health Podcast. If you like what you've heard on this podcast, please give us a positive review on iTunes. This allows us to spread our message, grow our audience, and help more people around the world. For more information, visit our website at progressurehealth.com.